episode number 43 of the Coffee with Joffy podcast. I'm not on my own today, but I have my wife joining me. I pulled her along. I was going to do a solo show, but uh, some things happened in the week. I got some questions and I thought this would be a really good topic uh, to cover. And who better else to get on than you, Grace? Hello, Movement Wins podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of sees us behind the scenes all the time and now she's... Well, she's been on once before. She came and asked some questions on the sleep one. Um, but Grace is a food technology teacher. In fact, do you want to just introduce yourself? Um, yeah, so I teach food preparation and nutrition um, in secondary school. And I've taught food technology for almost seven years. So yeah, I'm quite a foodie, love cooking, um, and obviously really enjoy teaching that subject. And it kind of is, the new curriculum is very relevant. There's lots of nutrition and special diets discussion in it. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're my head chef as well. Yeah, I am head chef of the Hulk and Bent household. <laughs> so we, uh, one of my members from the Movement Wins programme um, sent me a message to say that she was going vegan after watching the Game Changers documentary. This is a question that I got uh by given by a lot of people uh around six or seven months ago when that documentary came out before that there was other documentaries you know what the health and that type of stuff on on netflix um and grace actually helps me to answer the question and just kind of go through it with the member and i just thought it was such valuable information it was good to to kind of share now before we get into it um me and grace are both vegetarian we have been for probably just over a year now and this podcast isn't to uh like some sort of propaganda podcast where we're trying to convince you to cut out meat and be vegetarian um this is more just to tell you about our experience of of doing that you know the why behind it i think too many people get caught up on uh, just a superficial decision of going vegetarian or or even going vegan um, for example, like I mentioned, watching a documentary or maybe someone they follow, an influencer, uh, promotes that lifestyle and they decide to go down that route without ever actually understanding why they're really doing it. So, like I said, I thought it would just be good if we can share our experience and maybe you can relate to it. Um, maybe it'll help you to make decisions. Uh, we are vegetarian. I actually tr- uh, went tried going vegan for a couple of weeks. And for me, I, I didn't feel like it suited me. Uh, I didn't really enjoy the experience. There wasn't a strong enough why, as I mentioned before, uh, behind that. I've got some good friends who are vegan. Um, and we're kind of touching to that, but today's predominantly on uh, going vegetarian. So I think I'll pass it on to you, Grace. Do you want to just maybe explain the story behind uh, you know us being vegetarian now, how it happened? Yeah, I think um, when we say we're vegetarian, people... Um, are suddenly quite interested and they're kind of like oh how long and um you know what you know how come sort of thing why would you make that choice in life um and I think for us it wasn't really to do with any documentaries well for me it definitely wasn't it wasn't to do with watching documentaries that you know it's not like a new thing that we know that animals are mistreated and are you know reared in horrendous conditions for meat farming to take place um, it was more because where we live in Dubai, the meat here is not very fresh. It's Everything is imported to this country. So a lot of the time, your chicken and beef and lamb, whatever meat, is imported from places like New Zealand, South Africa, um, which means, you know, it's kind of, it's not as fresh as it would be if you were in the UK and it was from a local farm. And not only that, it means it's already been frozen before it's got to you. So then that already cuts the shelf life. So literally what was happening was we were buying a lot of this meat and it was just going to waste because it would be sat in the fridge for a couple of days and then it wouldn't be good to use. 
Um, and on the other hand, it also doesn't taste that nice. So a lot of the chicken that is um, farmed in the UAE is obviously in, not in nice conditions and it's injected with a lot of hormones and things to make it abnormally big size and it just it just didn't taste nice. I feel like we went through a stage of just, you know, we would do our weekly grocery shop and just buy chicken breast for the sake of buying chicken breast and buy like two packs of it because I was always, you know, big on hitting my protein target and that type of stuff. And we wouldn't even plan on what we were going to eat it with. And then, like you said, it would just sit in the fridge and go to waste. Yeah, and I think that would happen because we didn't actually enjoy eating it when we did eat it. So we would kind of steer around having to use it. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of, that was our main motivation um, for sort of turning vegetarian, wasn't it? Yeah, I think for me, mine was a little bit more than that. Watch uh, some of the documentaries, which got my mind ticking. I didn't make a decision from uh, watching them. I actually started listening to a lot of podcasts um, on just that topic around that topic and just finding more about like you know the effects it have on, has on the environment you know cattle greenhouse effect and you know the chopping down of trees to create space for agriculture that type of stuff so just started to learn a little bit more about that and that kind of um you know built into my mindset as well alongside what you've just said mm. so i think initially we just sort of had like a really quick discussion and we were like Do you know what next week should we go vegetarian for the week should we not cook any meat at home and it was kind of just like yeah sweet okay um and I think I am quite resourceful when it comes to cooking just because I enjoy it so I sort of went off found a couple of recipes that I thought oh we'd like you know that would suit us and then we literally did Sunday to Thursday no meat went went out probably to brunch on the Friday or went out on the weekend ate what we wanted didn't even think about it yeah burgers we do love burgers um and that was that and then it sort of rolled into two weeks of no meat at home you know three weeks etc and after about the third week I think we were out at a restaurant somewhere and it was actually Joff who said oh do you know what I just don't fancy eating meat like you know I've kind of gone off it almost now I'm not craving it anymore I'm gonna have fish we do still eat fish so (laughs) now and again I think I just looked at the menu one day and like normally if something will jump out at me and um, that day whatever menu you were looking at there was nothing there was a meat dish that jumped out at me but all the vegetarian dishes were jumping out at me and I thought you know what I'm going to go with that yeah so and then I also remember so my favourite thing to order if I'm out for a meal always burger that's kind of like my go-to went to a burger restaurant I had a friend over on holiday visiting and I just physically couldn't eat this burger we were in a really nice burger restaurant burgers and shakes and black tap we can say yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah we were in black tap and I just just couldn't stomach the burger and I think that for me was kind of like my turning point I was like okay no this isn't for me anymore I wasn't enjoying the flavor of it wasn't enjoying the texture and then yeah it kind of just followed on from there yeah, and it was it was quite a strange kind of progression from there because we got married last year in July and leading up to that, you know, kind of like when those decisions were being made were when we were doing things like going taste testing for our wedding menu and things like that. And um, you Which know, we weren't vegetarian at that point and we got married in Spain. So, you know, obviously pork is kind of like staple. Yeah, and um, we had to try it for everybody else as well. So it was kind of in that. And this is one of the points I wanted to touch base on is that there seems to be this mindset and it's not just diet and vegetarian and intermittent fasting and keto and that type of stuff. It's it's in other areas of your life as well. I think as humans, we always need to categorize things. And I think it helps us for our 
own sanity. So um, by saying I am vegetarian or I am not vegetarian, there is no decisions to be made. There's no gray areas. It's black or white. You either eat meat or you don't eat meat. Now, I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people make because there is this transition where you can still be, um, you know, get the point across of what you're trying to reach in that gray area. So, for example, if you predominantly eat vegetarian and then you uh, you fancy a burger one day and you eat a piece of uh, beef or something like that once over like eight or nine weeks, listen, you've still contributed to um, some of the big factors, like I mentioned already, environmentally, you're eating a lot less. Um, we haven't even touched on like health factors and stuff. We're not really going to go down that too much, but you're already getting to that point. But a lot of people will go, ah, oh, I just really fancy a burger, but I'm vegetarian. Oh, I'm going to eat that burger. Ah, oh, now I'm not vegetarian. And then surround yourself with the people that you've kind of built up into your support network of telling that you're uh, vegetarian and all of a sudden you find that uh, you're back at square one now and you're not vegetarian at all I think though do you have to tell people I think that's the key to uh, being successful in it I think okay. that the people around you influence you uh, more than you think and I, I, I agree with what you say I think keeping it to yourself to begin with and just keeping a low profile is actually the key but to I it. think like you know at Christmas um, we on Christmas day my cousin said to me um, I think We'd bought some corn sausages to have with our Christmas dinner just because my auntie was cooking this big Christmas dinner for us. And it was kind of like, we just said, oh, you know, we'll just pop a few sausages in the oven in case. But, you know, there's loads of vegetables there, so it wasn't a big deal. But we just thought, um, my cousin said, but if you, f- if you feel like a sausage, why don't you just have a sausage? Why are you going to buy, like, why would you eat a corn sausage? And I was like, because it's not meat. And then she was like, but if you if you like the taste of a sausage, it's meant to imitate this this flavour. And I was kind of like, but it's not really because a sausage is a product. You know, you can get beef sausages, chicken sausages, pork sausages, corn sausages. You know, like a hot dog is a product. So it's a sausage between bread. It's a burger. A burger yeah. is some sort of patty made out of something between bread. So I kind of feel like there's this stigma almost. Like if you're vegetarian, you should be like walking around in your tie-dye clothes like <laughs> yeah definitely. do you know what I mean and like we shouldn't be even trying to imitate meat and it's not really it wasn't really about that it was just generally not enjoying the flavor of it and then you know what thinking about some of the ethical sides to it that does affect your enjoyment yeah you know? and like probably the first question that I get asked when I tell someone that I'm vegetarian and it's like you said it is almost like a surprise especially like for me because I'm a health and fitness guy and mm. normally there's two questions it's normally um how do you hit your protein which is which we can go over a little bit and then the second one is um surrounded by I forgot what I was going to say now surrounded by good people who like support you no it wasn't that <laughs> I'm actually gonna have to come back to that one um yeah it, so I've had a proper the stigma. Brain. <laughs> this is raw, unedited stuff, by the way. Um, okay, let me go down the protein road and then I'll come back to what I was going to say before. But yeah, a lot of people will say, you know, how do you hit your protein target? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Here we go. I think if, if um, there's so much choice out there now, I think if I was going through this uh, transition of going more vegetarian 10 years ago, I think it would be a lot more difficult. There is so much choice. Every single restaurant that you go to, every takeaway delivery app that you look at, there is so much option for vegetarian. And they're normally pretty good options. Like they, you know, they 
make them taste good you know they make them really really appealing so I think it got to the point where like I said I was just looking at menus and I wasn't really worried about it wasn't limited you didn't feel limited yeah like yeah. corn sausages corn burgers taste amazing um and do you know what I feel like the you know in Dubai we're probably five years behind other countries in this you know sort of western countries in this you know like when we went when we go back to the UK it's so much easier again isn't it yeah you know on a menu there's m- even more choice um, and I think, like, I won't say too much about it now, but later when we talk about recipes and stuff, the stuff that is available in supermarkets is, like, just endless. I think when I uh, went for my little vegan stage, I think I was on a bit of a roll. I was like, you know... And there was probably the documentaries and stuff playing in my brain. I remember my friend Phil as well saying about, hey, why don't you go vegan? Um, you know, the even more benefits and that type of stuff. Um I think deep down I never really wanted to. Like I really enjoy um cheese, yogurt. Yeah, milk like milk chocolate, like ice cream, like eggs, that I type of I think this could spark like a whole new debate because obviously we're not vegan. So I feel yeah. like I can't speak for yeah. the people who choose to be vegan because obviously I, I it's almost like selfishly I haven't allowed myself to explore that the sort of ethical side of it because I do really enjoy cheese and milk and yogurt and cream. For me, it was, it was more Eggs. like I went into that mindset and I didn't really plan and prepare. And I know that there's loads of good vegan recipes and meals and that type of stuff out there. But I just found that I was floating towards all of the processed vegan foods. You know, I was going into supermarkets and looking through, you know, chocolate bars and cookies and looking if it was vegan because... Mm. Yeah, I was eating a lot more fruit and a lot more vegetables, which is a given because your choices are limited. And, you know, that's one of the things that happened to me when I first kind of went down the route of being vegetarian. I lost a lot of weight straight away because I was, you know, with my job, I'm going to and from quite a lot. And I would have breakfast, lunch and dinner. And, you know, if I got a bit peckish in the afternoon, I would stop at a coffee shop. And, you know, if you're going to get a coffee, then you have a sandwich of it. Sandwich are normally meat based, you know, chicken, beef, that type of stuff. So all of a sudden I was going into these coffee shops and thinking, well, I don't really want to eat that because I'm, you know, I'm going down, veg- I'm going more vegetarian. I don't want to waste my money on like a lettuce sandwich or something like that. So <laughs> I just stopped eating it. And then like any other diet out there, the principles is you consume less calories. And that happened to me with going vegetarian. So one of the things was I did lose weight straight away. And interestingly, people always ask, well, you know, did you feel better when you went vegetarian or when you went vegan? Mm. And for me... Uh, I didn't really go through any like amazing health changes. You know, people go, "Oh, did you feel better? Did you sleep better?" You know. That but type I of feel stuff. like that's because you had a very balanced diet before. Like I, f- I think that if you went from eating barely any vegetables to then you know going plant based and eating no meat, so you're substituting all of that meat with extra vegetables. Then yeah, you're going to see a massive difference because you're going to be consuming way more dietary fiber, which is going to help your digestive system. Just you're just dense. going to be getting yeah much more nutrient dense food. But I feel like we've all just because obviously I really like cooking and we have like a very varied diet. We already had a lot of ingredients in our diet. We've never been people who eat the same thing every day. We never eat the same thing every day. We never meal prep so that we have the same meals every day. We very rarely meal prep, so we don't want (laughs) to give you a false sense. But, you know, like, I think that's the reason why... Because people ask me as well, did you see any changes? And I I didn't really think I did because I don't think I, I really added that many more nutrients to 
my diet that I wasn't experiencing before because I always ate a lot of variation and a colorful diet. Yeah, and I think for me, uh, like logging my food is a big part of what I've done and what I work with with my clients as well because I think it's just is a great representation and helps you um, to build nutrition around your lifestyle, likes, dislikes, that type of stuff. Um, when you go vegetarian, vegan, like I know they people who are in that position won't like to admit it, but you are slightly more deficient in your protein intake. There are tons of supplements you can take. There are things that you can do it as well. But if you're looking strictly from a fat loss point of view and you're looking at individual macros, what you find mainly with going vegetarian or even vegan is that you, um, the protein sources that you can get are great protein sources, but they're also attached to great carbohydrate sources. So things like nut butters and things like that, yeah, there's a good source of protein in there, but there's also a ton of fat. And if you're not careful, a ton of carbs in there. So just natural lean sources of protein are a little bit harder to come by. And I guess that's where it's kind of put me back into position. And I'm really, really happy with where I'm at at the moment. Like Grace said before, we eat fish, you know, I eat eggs, that type of stuff. So in terms of getting the protein in that I need for what I know biologically or physiologically to build muscle, to help with my training, recovery, that type of stuff, I'm getting more than enough protein through those sources. And I still feel like I'm working towards what the initial goal was in terms of environment, feeling sorry for animals, that type of stuff. Yeah. Okay, Grace, the main reason I got you on was to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, recipes, meal prepping, things that you do or things that you think will be helpful for people who are perhaps in a mindset where they want to start eating less meat. Maybe they're in a mindset where they want to go more vegetarian. Uh, What sort of things can they do? Um, I think the best bit of advice, and this has kind of come from a few people asking me throughout the year, oh, I've just, I've tried to do it, but I just, it didn't really work or I found it really hard. I just couldn't think what to eat. And obviously, because I am interested in cooking, I really enjoy cooking. And that's kind of like my subject I teach as well. I'm sort of immersed in it. It wasn't as, I didn't find it as challenging, but then I still had those days where I was in the beginning where I was like, I just didn't want to have for dinner because I didn't have that like meat, vegetable, mash sort of like setup. And tofu isn't the best, is it either? No, I'm still get, we're still getting the hang of tofu, aren't we? Yeah. But I think um, the best, best bit of advice I could give is to just get yourself some cookbooks. So literally get one or two cookbooks and start off with a vegetarian cookbook. This is very important because we have a couple of vegan and a couple of vegetarian And you will find that the ingredients you need from a vegan cookbook are a lot more extensive, probably that you won't have in the cupboard already. Whereas vegetarian, you will, you know, a lot, you can, you, it will still obviously have cheese and eggs and things like that in the recipes. So they're not just, they're not so sort of foreign, but, um, you know, like, can we say names? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Joe Wicks one, that's quite a good one, isn't it? We've got some good recipes from that. That's vegetarian, not vegan. So that's a little bit more manageable initially. Um, whereas the Bosch one, the Bosch recipes are amazing. They're so tasty. I don't think I've ever made a recipe from their books, which we haven't enjoyed, but they are vegan. So a lot of the ingredients, um, you know, are maybe a little bit kind of like you read through the list and you think, oh my God, what is that? I don't have that. I've never heard of this before. And, it, and I feel like if you're not someone who enjoys cooking and is into your food, that's like a real turn off. Yeah, like I'm lucky that I've got Grace there to kind of guide me. But if, if I look through a recipe book and I see something that I don't know, that's normally the difference between me getting my phone out and ordering delivery. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it is. If I, and if I have to search on the supermarket, like I even hate asking people in the supermarket, mm. oh, where can I find, I don't know, basil or something like that. <laughs> okay, basil's probably not a good example because <laughs> pretty sure I'm just me, my naivety yeah. eat some basil. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the best thing. And then I know like obviously this sounds lovely in a perfect world, but if you can literally just for those first few weeks just once in that week kind of plan what you're going to eat that week and like I really don't like this is just a personal thing planning Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday because I kind of like want to eat what I feel like that day I'm really not good and I don't I think you're the same you're not good at sticking to like Tuesday is bolognese night or lasagna night or whatever it's kind of like what do you fancy that day but so if you have kind of like four recipes and you've got the stuff in the fridge and then you just pick the one that you want to, you know, that you fancy the most that day. I think that's a good bit of advice as well because then you know that you've done the shop, you've got the ingredients there, so it's just a case of cooking it. You haven't got to go and get this, like, you know, huge catalogue of ingredients each night when you finish work or whatever. Yeah. Have you got any more tips in terms of just, like, general practical stuff when you're in the kitchen? I think the recipe book one is perfect. Yeah, I think just get a nice, easy recipe book. Obviously, there's loads of YouTube videos and, as well, but I find it easier to follow a recipe. Than, do you think a book rather than on your phone? Yeah, definitely. I think there's something, like, satisfying about seeing it on the page and it's just all there you now. Yeah, and you're not getting distracted on your phone. We've got one of those, like, <laughs> book stands that literally stands up on the page, which has been very useful yeah but I think as well like I always say this to the kids I teach you can learn so much by watching a cooking program and you said this as well the other day didn't you obviously we've had a lot of time at home with the tv on recently and you can just learn a lot about how to handle and like prepare ingredients from watching a cooking show so you know if you do see a recipe that's online you'll you'll be able to follow it easier you know if you've seen it being done like a demonstration it's always going to be easier to remake after than if you're just following instructions from a book because some books are quite assumptuous as well that you know you know how to uh peel a peel a clove of garlic if you've never been shown it's actually really fiddly and annoying um so yeah i think if you if you can spend the time to just sort of invest some time in learning about a couple of recipes and it'll just stem from there you really don't have to be a whiz in the kitchen you can get some really easy recipes um to follow and just yeah just educate like watch some videos and just kind of like you have to invest some time into cooking yeah and i just think the basics of it again i know other diets are around or like they've named things like flexitarian and things mm. like that so i think it's but great i feel I, like that's just like if you if you want a burger yeah just eat the burger like, but like flex being a flexitarian is fine if that's even like a term that people are using but like you don't need to categorize yourself into that like if i'm in a position and if i went out with friends or I give this example, like if I went round to someone's house as a guest and there was maybe like a few of us there and they'd done a, a lasagna and it had some mincemeat in, do you know what? I would probably just eat a little bit of it, <laughs> like I would, just yeah. out of like being courteous. Does that mean I'm like, I've failed you know, at being yeah, a vegetarian? Yeah, does that mean I've failed at vegetarian <laughs> and the next day I have a full fryer with pork sausages and everything? Not, like not at all, you just carry on going where you're, where you're at. And again, this podcast wasn't about, because I'm sure... If any vegans are listening to this, they think, oh, these guys are an absolute <laughs> joke and like, yeah. what are they talking about? 
Uh, but like I said, I just w- I didn't want it to be like a propaganda thing that we're trying to do. No, but- I think it's just because people are genuinely. In- I've just noticed, and you you're the same, and that's why we decided to do it. Is that people are genuinely like curious, aren't they? When you when we say, oh, we actually don't eat meat, we are vegetarian, and people are like, oh. And then they'll, you know, you start asking, they start asking us questions. I think, you know, there is a lot of stigma still, like, mm, do you feel okay, though? You know, do you, do you think that, like, I think a lot of people, maybe, like, older generations as well, kind of think you need that, that meat to be healthy or, yeah. you know, and I think that's something to be, like, prepared to sort of answer. But, you know, it's all personal choice, really, isn't it? Yeah, my... Maybe my, they need some more broccoli in their life, but you don't question that. My, uh, <laughs> my older brother middle older brother is actually vegetarian as well he was vegetarian before me and I remember going home for Christmas about three or four years ago and just kind of like slating him for it and just yeah. thinking about the situation and I'd be like man how are you not eating well I remember we ordered a Chinese, Chinese and we were kind of like, like haha you can't eat any of this I was and like, it man was... <laughs> you're not going to eat those spare ribs and he was like nah and he was good with it and then you know the last time we were home, we did the sim- we did similar, and I was exactly the same. I was eating. My poor mum, when she makes a Cornish <laughs> pasty with mince meat, she has to do a veggie one now. A nice and cheese and onion for us. <laughs> I can't think of many things. Like someone asked me the other day, what do you like really crave? Like what do you miss about meat? And I, nothing sticks out. Um, I was never really a steak person. I like the idea of steak more. I than was. I- I like the idea of steak more than I actually like the steak, yeah. especially going out for dinner. You know, if we went out for dinner, you know, have a bottle of wine and, you know, have a steak and that was a nice thing. I wouldn't necessarily like crave steak though. Burgers, I feel like Beyond Burgers and Corn Burgers. Yeah, burgers, are- I think there's totally like so much nicer alternatives to like a beef patty. I know people are going to hate us for saying this, corn, like a Wagyu steak corn patty. Corn sausage but... instead of a pork sausage, I love. Um, well, I just think because it doesn't have that like fat and gristle and yeah. grease. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to like risk getting that now. And like Greg's at home, they do a vegan sausage roll oh, and it just tastes place, like if you we? want that grease back in your life, you get it from there. <laughs> yeah. Curries, like sweet potato curries and things like that. Just pack loads of veg into I feel like, well. yeah, I think curry is probably a good example of something that really doesn't need meat in it. No. And like, you know, a lot of traditional recipes, I think something like, don't quote me on this, but 50% of India is vegetarian anyway. Yeah. So it's actually, meat is not something that, you know, is embedded into their culture. And obviously curries established yeah. there. So yeah, I think that's a really good example of something you don't need meat for. And it's not going to miss, it's not going to affect that flavour. I think, um, well, let's leave it there because I think that's quite a lot of information. We can always do another one. If, if you like this one, then let us know. Obviously, Grace would like to know that she uh, her first official podcast went well. Um, feel free to reach out and ask any questions. Like, if you want to reach out to Grace, like she has on social media, but she's a teacher, so you can't just follow her. But obviously, you can reach her through me as well. I'm still trying to like coax her into doing some recipe videos for me and stuff. So mm. maybe you can maybe you can send me some comments and we can get her to do that. But enjoy that. Yeah, it's good. Just like having a chat with you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye.